0: It's 2021. Come on in. Are you sure you're in the right place? Well, you've tuned in to the right podcast. Good conversation. No gimmicks. But sarcasm is in full effect. If you're sensitive you can make your ex you can go, 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 go. you'll need big penis and big draws to enter in are you packing or sagging? Ooh, you nasty mm. this is no kickstand podcast with Brooke Essence I can only be me we don't know what this year holds or even this week the month or the day Or even this very moment. What we can do is try to make the most of it. Understand that every second is precious. And on the contrary. Try not to live in fear. Even though that's a hard thing to do. With the previous year we had. But all in all. We must continue to press forward. And keep looking towards. The unknown. But embracing the unknown. And doing what we can. So. How are you doing? Any plans? Any goals? Any emotions you're feeling? Anything you want to capitalize on? Anything you want to correct? Anything you wish to pursue or change? You are more than welcome to do that. Now. Off of the. Monotone. Voice it's a new episode of no kickstand and we're here we're alive we're well we're blessed let's continue to trek forward and fulfill our purposes and to constantly elevate on our journeys and to bring along other people who are willing to accompany you on your journey The three topics I'm going to touch on this episode are the Queen's Gambit, which is a Netflix show or series that highlights the life of a woman who grew up in an orphanage. So it starts out when she's a little girl in an orphanage and she goes down in the basement to clean the erasers for the blackboard and she sees an older man which is probably the custodian or janitor and he's playing chess it sparks her interest and she begins to be inquisitive and fascinated about the game of chess and the series resonated with me because as an avid chess player I began playing chess in the 4th grade Mrs. Asperger introduced the whole entire class to um two chess so just from then i just became enthusiastic about it um even though a lot of people around my age and even older adults didn't know how to play chess cause i guess it's considered a classical game and so, you know as far as only a certain level certain type of people play chess uh, when she showed me how to play chess i just became fascinated with it right um seeing how the game of chess translates to real life and knowing how and actually envisioning your steps ahead of what's actually in the present time and trying to maneuver around any attacks that are coming to you right trying to counter those from your opponent so just from that you know being 19 years old and understanding that on a complex level of thinking um i have applied that throughout my whole what throughout my life you know if it came to academics if it came to professional endeavors if it came to business um, meetings and that kind of, and anything you know, in my life, my realm, um, even on personal relationships uh, within family, friends, and other you know extended relationships. Just knowing how to pr- kind of prepare yourself for any scenario, right? Any worst case scenario, even the best case scenario. So going into the game of chess, um, you have your pieces, right? So your pieces consist of a pawn. Which is the first row line of defense. The pawn upon two, the, every pawn has a chance to move two spaces vertically um, on the board. If they do not, if they refuse to move two spots vertically uh, upon their first move, they cannot move two spot two uh, spaces after that. So if the pawn moves forward one space, it cannot move two spaces after that. You got to continue to move forward one spot at a time now on the first spot you can move you can move your pawn two spaces forward but after that you still have to move one spot afterwards and this pawn can only attack on diagonals so say if another pawn comes you can attack or you have to attack diagonally um if it comes to that you cannot attack vertically so that's just how the pawns go if the pawn makes it to the other side of the board it can become whatever whatever piece it wishes to become okay moving on to the next piece we're gonna start from the outside working on in towards the queen and the king on the outside you have your rooks your rooks can move ranks and fouls so vertically as many times as many spots as it wants to as long as there's no other opponent opponent in the way if there is another opponent in the way either ranks which is vertically or fouls it's horizontal horizontally um you replace whatever piece you took, right? So if you move your rook five spots forward and it's a pawn there, okay, you just replace that pawn and stop on that fifth spot. That's for both rooks. Okay, now we move in. You have your knights, and so your knights can move in a in the shape of an L. One two slash is how I was taught. So one two slash. So you can move one two horizontally, one two to the side and up one or you can go up two, one, two, and move one space to the left or right. That's your knights. Okay, now we're going down and you have your bishops. Your bishops can move only diagonals. So wherever color um, spot is on like a black or a white. So if it's on the white, the bishop can only move diagonally upon those white spots. So following that pattern. If that uh, bishop is on the black squares, diagonally okay it only move upon the black squares diagonally so there you go then you move on in you have your queen your queen is your most powerful piece on the board um she can move anywhere she feels like she needs to move so she just the rook knight and bishop all together in one so she can move one time she won't she can move Hundred, well, I mean, not a hundred. Can't hundred spots vertically, but she can move ten spots if she wants to. If she wants to go all the way across the board and take your piece, she can. If she wants to move side to side, she can. You know, if she wants to move diagonally, she can. So the queen is your most powerful piece on the chessboard board. Then you have your king. You have to protect him at all costs, right? So the king, he only can move one spot at a time. He's slow he probably is an older man who married a younger queen that was a teenager back in those Victorian you know classical eras (laughs) the centuries back then you know the royal families so he's only moving one spot at a time but your ultimate goal is to protect him so that's just a quick overview of the game of chess and I was so emphatic about the queen's gamut on chess because being a little girl and fascinated with the game of chess a lot of people were not playing chess you know they played checkers I don't want to play checkers I don't want to keep jumping 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 just you take me I take you you take me I take you I don't want to do that you know there's no thinking in that you know it's a little thinking too and you know I ain't gonna talk down on it but as far as when it comes to chess it's more complex and more thought-provoking and challenging so I used to walk around with my little chess step I had a glass chest that Mrs. Spurger gave to me. It broke. I've still heard about it to this day was real glass. Um, but after that, my parents just got me plastic chess pieces in like a little booklet. So uh, it was like a little suitcase. So you open it up and it turned into a chessboard. And after that chessboard, you'll have your white pieces on one side, you know, and in one little cubby. Then you have your black chess pieces on the other cubby. So they just stuck with plastic after that. And I also taught my father how to play as a young kid so I'm just um emphatic about the game of chess so seeing was just a male dominant game and of, of profession it's really resonated with me because that's how it was for me you know I finished finished runner-up um in the fourth grade against Chris Munroy and I lost by two points and two points is usually you know either a knight or two pawns so that really crushed me because, like, you kind of know you set yourself up to lose because you made one wrong move, move or you didn't take that chance to conquer his piece. So then um, after that, Mrs. Spurger signed me up for the fourth to fifth grade, which is the City Park School um, chess tournament. And it consisted of, again, fourth and fifth graders. So I finished top ten amongst all the students that signed up for chess and we had two days we didn't have to go to class so we had like drinks in there you know coats dr pepper sprites um, cookies pizza all for two days so it was really fun and after that i just kind of just you know played on my own played against myself as far as on the chess board and also on our computer you know i would just go and play it after i was old enough to get my own laptop i just played it on um my laptops and just played it against the computer so, if you, you know, are not familiar with the game of chess and like something that's challenging and thought provoking, also complex, try out chess. It really is. It helps you as far as your critical thinking, your problem solving, the complexity, um, complexity, and everything you do. It really does solve that. So, whenever I am facing a difficult situation or come across a hurdle or, or barrier, I go to the game of chess and try to ease my mind and see how I can maneuver or rescind or even um what options do I have you know in whatever situation I'm going through so that's just a quick overview of the Queen's Gambit on Netflix please check it out and thank you Mrs. Asperger for introducing me to um, the game of chess I used to keep in contact with her um, I hope she's still well, her, her husband, cause, um, they really, as far as a fourth grade, they really like took me in under their wings and kind of just not grouped me, but introduced me to so many different interests. Like she introduced me to Warner brothers, um, studios cause her daughter worked there. So I would always get like little Jetsons, um, uh, trading cars. Um, what else? Um, Johnny was, what was his name? was it johnny cage johnny cage not johnny cage johnny quest johnny quest um those little trading cars um what else um the flintstones like that whole warner brothers um collection she would give it to me and um also like the folders the warner brother folders like um two pocket folders it was just so much she gave to me Just, I guess you know saw potential I mean into my mother grew up with her children so it just that uh, affinity and love that she kind of saw like you know she's taking interest in it let me just kind of show her the way Um, And introduce her to this different world that, you know, a lot of African-American kids are not introduced to and see what she can do with that. So um, I could have went on and like play different tournaments and things like that. But by that time, you know, people are considering it as corny or you see a lot of little kids are not interested in it. So you just kind of keep it to yourself like a hidden talent or a hidden in- interest that you play when you go home or you're on the playground by yourself so you might be by the tree trying to play chess and you see one other person across the playground looking at you and you just kind of signal them over uh, to play and then when it's time to go back inside to your classroom you just quickly close up your little suitcase try to tuck it under your coat or shirt if you had it and go back to the classroom and quickly put it in your cubby or inside of your book bag. Cause like I said, it was no kids playing chess. You know, it was kind of looked at as ooh, why are you doing that? So I just kind of kept it as a hidden talent or played it when I got back home and just gravitated more towards sports because you were around kids your age. It was more engaging and it was something of common interest. Right? You can talk about it. You can debate about it. um You could tell each other you know tune in at this time and call me on the phone so we can talk about the game that's just how it went so I'm very fortunate to have been introduced to chess in the fourth grade by Mrs. Asperger and seeing more women and young girls being chess players and when they set a record you know millions of dollars have been spent since the release of Queen's Gambit based on just that show highlight highlighting the chess world uh it was kind of gravitating and bittersweet because it's like gosh i wish i could have kind of stay with it but everything you know has its purpose and um just seeing now with it with quarantine and that this is a good time to play it hey might as well start learning it so if you are a chess player. I want to know learn how to play chess. Please contact me. Kind I need some new opponents because nobody around here is playing chess except for the computer on my MacBook. Moving on to the seven hundred dollar car note topic. Don't do that. Don't do that. I was on Twitter the other day and people were debating about how if seven hundred dollar car note was appropriate for someone to spend per month so $700 car payment on a car people are saying if you have a luxury car that's how much it's going to cost mm, not necessarily cuz if you get a certified pre-owned car you can get a 2016 BMW 2016 Mercedes 2017 2018 and your payments are not going to be nearly as high as a brand new one coming off the lot cuz as you know a brand new vehicle coming off the lot it already depreciates by 10 to 15,000 so what's the point of going and say I got a brand new car with three hundred miles when after you'd have got hustled and screwed over because who really cares if the car is brand new? All I care about if it's comfortable, uh if the maintenance is kinda a good if it aligns with your monthly expenses and how much money you take in you have left over after you spend on all your debt or bills you have to pay and you know how much the parts gonna cost if something does go wrong with the car. And um, so, all in all, that's what you should be looking for. Like I said, this is just the bare minimum, the basic um, information of how to look for a car payment. Also, with the car note. So, $700 is nothing to brag about because you can go build your own house and your payments can be $700. But the house is going to last for a good amount of time versus a car. Which in four to five years, you know, you might start having problems with it. If you just spend $700 just so it makes you seem like you are in some type of societal rank <laughs> and you're really not don't do that to yourself don't do that to yourself don't try to please folks this with what you have because in the end you're the one that's hurting your own self and making your own self bleed. just to say you got 700 dollar car payment i'm looking at you like you crazy never pre-owned certified is the way to go i'm telling you and then when people talk about well i'm leasing so i don't have to give it back but all that money that you're spending on leasing what's going to happen after you have to return that lease at least with the car if you're paying 300 400 dollars max a month uh, at the end if you do own that car title you can sell that car for a profit at, at, i mean worst case scenario so again that 700 hundred dollar car payment um brag it's not really a brag like i said we don't brag about how much something called we bought, brag about how cheap we bought it so we're not doing that we are not doing that And I'm tired of people giving false financial advice. If you haven't done it or applied it to your life, don't sit here and try to tell somebody else what to do. You know what I mean? And that's just being real because a lot of people out here are listening to social media financial gurus. One-on-one who are not really financial gurus or have, have no blueprint or foot or trail of how well they have done in their life. Or how they have corrected corrected their mistakes and became more financial literate, um, you don't need to be telling people what to do if you do not follow those categories just for the sake of making it seem like you know what you talk about just for the sake of it like hush your mouth And you know, when people want to say well if you live in here or doing that then you can't talk to me no if people are still living at home with their parents and they are you know have degrees or have a plan you know what i mean or on a job and saving uh, for that time to come instead of paying 800 to close to 1500 a month in rent just to say you have your own place but you are actually really living with roaches bugs everywhere the landlord is not coming to fix whatever's in that in that apartment Mm-mm. i can save that money stay in my room you know, pay what I need to pay, my car insurance, you know, phone bill, and what other expenses I may incur over the time I'm here. But for the most part, it's like, no, just strategizing, you know, and knowing that their perception of me is not important. I'm saving up this money, you know, I'm trying to start this business, and that's a sacrifice I have to make, you know. And at the end of the day, hey, that's the way to go. I think we're the black community. It's the only community that likes to say, I got my own this, uh, own that. I'm working two jobs, but you working two jobs, but my one job, making triple what you making. <laughs> so what you, what you trying to front about? You know, I got my own car. Okay, did you go to a buyer your pay year? What was your interest rate on it? You know what I mean? Or if you went to a dealership, did they hustle you? What was your interest rate that they gave you? How much is your monthly payment? You know, did they just put you in a car just for the sake of putting you in a car? Or did you tell them, this is my money. This is the type of cars I want. Either you work with me, or I can take my business elsewhere. But so at the end of the day, you're trying to get a sale, I'm trying to get a car. Are you negotiating on that standpoint? You know, are, is your stuff trademarked or patent by the USPTO? like that's the kind of stuff i want to talk about engage with if we do talk about business or finance on that level that's what i'm saying you know are you having investments and if you are investing are you going to get a good roi on your investments you know you might not going to see it rapidly but five to ten years from now will you see something you know do you do your own research just curious so going back to that 700 hundred dollar car note you know people bragging about that it's like you don't need to be bragging about that because at the end of the day you are still in the red after you have paid everything you need to pay after making your money for your for that week or bi-weekly or even monthly but again to each own, you know everybody can do what they want to do with their money but i'm just saying me And don't be trying to tell people what to do with their money you are not coming from a real educated standpoint as far as you haven't educated yourself or you are just trying to tell people through your trials and errors to avoid these mistakes or these little loop or not loopholes but these little hiccups along the way if you're not doing that and you really haven't had a track record of being in the green I don't want to hear from you I don't want to hear from you moving on to our final topic do you feel like you hold back or conceal your full potential in your professional career and your personal relationships? Me personally, over the years, I feel like in my professional careers, I have masked my true talent because I have had people tell me it's no way you can be able to know and do all that. Like, How is it not possible? This is what I do. If I have interest in something, I'm going to research it. I'm going to see how I can get better in that field and increase and enhance my skill set. It's that simple. Why wouldn't I be able to know how to do this? You know, just because you like to be stagnant and complacent or put limitations on yourself. Don't do that to me. Because I always have this saying and this belief that if we are created in God's image and we are supposed to be infinite you know because he well, god he she but overall god is infinite um why can we be infinite we are created in his image so everything i apply in life i everything i do in life i apply that same knowledge if god is infinite and i'm in his divine precious creation why can i be the same thing you know he wouldn't want me to limit myself in any way shape or form especially if it's made to glorify him in all in the end for this week um of 2021 i want you to really step into your purpose embrace all the uncertainty the numerous emotions the highs the lows the doubts the happy moments The gratitude the confidence embrace all that because time is not waiting on anyone so do you want to just exist and have regrets because of who you thought you might offend offend or the people you think you might leave behind because they are not meant to follow you along your journey or to where you're trying to go let all that go let it go it's time to embrace who you really are accept your talents and capitalize on them if your talents your skills or the stuff you know infuriates other people or intimidates them or makes them feel a certain type of way or makes them kind makes them less receptive to what you're doing forget them forget them I can't care about your emotions and your self-pity anymore i have my own throne to rest upon you need to get your own throne to rest upon if you don't want to be upon the thrones it's okay with being the working ant everybody cannot be on a throne some people are just working ants and you have those managers officers the working ants who have a little more responsibilities that's okay but if that's you you stay there but don't tell me you know, or tell others that they're not capable of doing something because, as I have said, if we are infinite and God is infinite, infinite and we are com- creating God's image, then why will we be less of that? Why the human mind can conce- conceptualize many things, so if you can envision it and come up with creative things, guess what? That's just the ground level of it, you're just scratching the surface so apply that don't be complacent Mm -mm. challenge yourself even just one percent progress you progress it's time to do it if you gotta leave your clique because all they want to do is smoke and drink and gossip or worry about what other people are doing worry about what a celebrity is doing worry about how much money you got on you instead of in your bank or after you paid all your expenses if they are not on that then okay, and you are on a different level, leave them behind. If all they want to do is worry about how many bodies they can catch, hey, if you're not on that, you know, just go on and do your own little thing. You can keep doing your own little thing over there. If you're not trying to elevate and get closer to God and understand what His Word is and to be in His will and to actually fulfill the purpose that God has placed inside of you, if you are not on that, and every time we try to do that, you come with something to deflect or to. Downgrade what I'm saying or to suppress what I'm saying, then you can stay over there. I don't need you over here. If you are not even trying to get out of the mental bondage and shackles that have been placed on you, but you keep making excuses as far as why we're here instead of looking for solutions to get up out of here, then I don't need you around. That's just what I'm on. So it's okay to feel that way and to want better. It is and to seek knowledge it is it is okay and to elevate and to approve oneself it is okay it's nothing wrong with that it's nothing wrong with that especially if you see the stuff that you have been doing in your behavior and your repetitive cycle has not improved or gave you any goodwill while you kept doing the same cyclical nature while you still being in the same cyclical na- nature and not doing anything but it has brought nothing but bad feelings to you, or nothing has changed. But now you want to change, you can get up out of there. Get up out of there. And I don't mean it in the literal sense, but as far as it starts mentally, right? You have to mentally condition yourself and start speaking positive in your life but if you have people that just constantly want to see you get upset rocker your you rock your boat with lies and toxic waste that's septic you need to recognize it and move forward i don't care if it's your loved ones i don't care if it's your parents i don't care if it's your siblings i don't care if it's your husband wife boyfriend girlfriend childhood friend i don't care who it is if you see that they every time they come around they are making you upset or they are downplaying your gifts or they want you to stay here. Or they try and say, "Why do you want to change now? Nothing, nothing is bad. Being content is good. Anything that lines aligns with what I just said. Get up and go. Mentally, start preparing yourself for greater in a ladder in, in your ladder. Because if you do not leave, you will not fulfill your purpose, and all that will just be like quicksand waste." waste it's down there but you cannot see it right so how are you supposed to elevate yourself how are you supposed to fulfill your purpose if you keep worried about what other people are saying even though you know they are not going where you want to go they're not trying to improve themselves their situation how so again this week focus on your purpose what you like to do write it out one to three one to seven one to 15 one to 20 and start knocking down start counting down as far as seeing what's essential right now and what's important what you can knock out this week or at least try to tackle that's the objective i'm giving y'all do that what's your purpose what are your interests what do you like to do let's write them out and how are you going to fulfill them within this week okay now what's your plan for the next two weeks okay now after two weeks another two weeks that's a month What have you done to change that or to try to capitalize on that goal and that gift? I'm going to conclude the episode on that good note. How are you going to fulfill your purpose this week? Embrace your gifts. Don't feel bad about being multi-talented. It's not that you don't know your way. It's just that you have many purposes to fulfill and many people to give it to. That's all. So, in conclusion... The year 2021, we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. We don't know what the next week is going to bring the month or the year. But we know in this moment, we are thankful to be here and not taking advantage of it. And we're going to utilize all of our skill set to glorify God, but also to reach out to people and let's uplift them in this time. We're going to use our discernment. We're going to use our knowledge, our intellect. and We're not going to be as afraid to expand our horizons. We're not gonna be afraid to take that leap of faith because we know in the end that everything's gonna be all right. It's gonna happen for us. We don't know when, but it's gonna happen. If you are feeling heartache and sorrow right now, if you have lost loved ones, friends, it feels like it's no hope. It feels like you know everything is just in shambles. You feel distraught. You feel angry. You feel lonely. You feel empty. Just know that if you sur- surrender your emotions and you feel those emotions. And you seek the Lord. you are seeking. Everything is good in God's time. We don't understand it. And we probably never will. But we just have to hold on to that faith. That one day. Everything will make sense. And all will be well. But while we are on this journey. We have to muster up strength. Day by day. Just to keep going. Because the woes of the world will have you down. But we cannot be down. Because. Everything we need has equipped us for the moment that we are going to embark on. The blows we're going to take. The shifts that our lives will make. We don't know what's to come again. But we have to know that we are built for wherever we have to endure on weather. It's not going to feel good. It's going to hurt. And 2020 has proven that. Anything that could happen has happened. I believe more is to come. But while we are on this journey... We must continue to press forward and hold on to that faith and that optimism, that hope, that reassurance that everything's going to be all right. Don't understand it and it hurts and I'm empty and I'm confused. I'm even paranoid. But while we're going through, we got to still be joyful. And that alone is peace. It's peace, y'all. So as 2021 is here, you know, we can only look towards, as they say, the hills that with our health. Because we know God is in control of everything. God is in control. So I know that gives me a certain serenity and peace in my soul. So closing out this episode, I hope everyone has a great week. Feel free to follow me. On Instagram, sebt. Um, check out my creative and professional service website, firstnotsecond.com dot com. Make sure to follow it on Instagram. Subscribe and follow No Kickstand on Instagram, on Sound SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. This is Brooke Essence. As I always conclude, on a mission, ain't no competition. I will talk to y'all soon, y'all. Thank y'all for always rocking with me and tuning in. And just being receptive. And for all your positive feedback. I really appreciate it. We're going to get through this. I will talk to y'all soon. And don't forget to mask up. And social distance. We have lost plenty of people. To COVID-19. Please do your part and take it seriously because this is nothing to play with. Mask up, social distance, and if you want to meet up with people, FaceTime them or it's a small group, but don't endanger other people just because you want to be careless with your life. Mask up and social distance. Clean yourself, wash your hands, wash your body, brush your teeth, and just be overall sanitized and good hygiene practices. Thank you.